Welcome to India Radio News Read. I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news update for December 21, 2021. Here are the top international updates for today. Biden to announce 500 crore free home covid test to fight Omicron. Almost 500 crore at home coronavirus test will be sent free to the American public in an effort to fight the surging Omicron variant President Joe Biden is set to be announcing. The move is part of a renewed White House effort that includes the Pentagon calling up 1000 troops to deploy to hard-hit hospitals and the Federal Emergency Management Agency or FEMA working to expand medical capacity. As COVID-19 once again rages across America, there is no indication that the president will discourage holiday gatherings, impose vaccine mandate for domestic air travel or seek a new round of lockdowns. Death toll rises after massive Malaysia floods. At least 14 people have died and tens of thousands are displaced following some of the worst floods Malaysia has seen in decades. 3 days of torrential rain over the weekend caused severe flooding in 8 states, partially submerging a number of towns and villages. The government has come under fierce criticism for not issuing warnings in time and being slow to respond. As of Monday, an estimated 51,000 people had been evacuated from their homes, most of them from Pahang on the eastern coast of the peninsula and one of the worst hit states. UK Supreme Court denies Maduro's claim to Venezuelan gold. The UK Supreme Court has prevented Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro from accessing $1.95 billion of gold stored in the Bank of England. Mr. Maduro says the cash will be used to fight COVID-19 in the country. The Supreme Court overturned a prior court of appeal ruling, meaning only opposition leader Juan Guaido, who the UK considers as the legitimate leader, can decide what happens to the gold. Despite this, in practice the UK deals with the Maduro administration. Mr Gaito and Mr Maduro have separately appointed two different sets of governors to Venezuela's central bank. Russia says ready for military response if NATO ignores concerns. Sergey Rabkov, Russian deputy foreign minister, declared on Monday that if NATO continues ignoring Moscow's concern about security, they will be ready to respond militarily if needed. Rabkov highlighted that Moscow is aware of the need for dialogue to avoid the situation. I said that we would find forms to respond including by military and military technical means if NATO ignores Moscow's concerns again, Rabkov said. The high-ranking Russian diplomat stressed the imperious need to evade the situation in order to avoid serious implications. Palestine alleges Israeli army of allowing shooting of stone-throwing protesters. On Monday, the Palestinian Foreign Ministry condemned the Israeli army's reported decision to allow Israeli soldiers to directly open fire at Palestinian stone throwers in the West Bank even after they ran away. The decision serves as a green light to commit more field executions against the Palestinians, according to the whims, moods and assessments of the Israeli soldier, the Palestinian ministry said. On Sunday, Israel Radio reported that the Israeli army began to change the policy of opening fire in the West Bank in a way that allows shooting at anyone who throws stones and Molotov cocktails during clashes and after their escape. Now to the national news stories. Bill on Aadhaar voter ID linking passed in Rajya Sabha amid opposition walkout. The election laws amendment bill which aims to implement long pending electoral reforms including linking Aadhaar with the voter ID card was passed in the Rajya Sabha amid a walkout by the opposition on Tuesday. The bill was passed in the Lok Sabha on Monday. Besides linking electoral roll to Aadhaar, the proposed legislation seeks to make the statutes gender neutral by substituting the term wife with spouse to allow husbands of service voters to cast their vote from the place where their wives are posted. 
It also seeks to provide four qualifying dates January 1, April 1, July 1 and October 1 in a year for registration of voters instead of a single qualifying date January 1. Government says 122 students in IITs, IIMs and Central Universities died by suicide in seven years. As many as 122 students enrolled with the higher educational institutes under the union government died by suicide between 2014 and 2021, the government informed the Lok Sabha on Monday. Of the 122 students, 24 belonged to the SC community, 3 were STs and 41 were OBCs. 3 were members of minority communities, Education Minister Dharmendra Pradhan said in a written response. As per the institution-wise breakup provided by the government, IITs and IIMs account for 34 and 5 suicides respectively. Of the 34 students to have died by suicide in IITs, 5 were SCs and 13 were OBCs. TMC MP Derek O'Brien suspended from Rajya Sabha for unruly behaviour. Trinamool Congress MP Derek O'Brien was on Tuesday suspended from the Rajya Sabha for the remaining part of the current session for unruly behaviour in the House. According to the news agency ANI, he allegedly threw the Rajya Sabha rule book towards the chair during the discussion on Election Laws Amendment Bill 2021. Sasmit Patra, who was in the chair, said the TMC MP had raised a point of order and the deputy chairman duly responded to it. A little later, O'Brien flung the rulebook furiously in the direction of the chair, Patra observed. The TMC MP was suspended after the House passed a motion moved by Minister of State for Parliamentary Affairs V. Murli Dharan in this regard. Three killed over 40 injured in fire at Indian Oil Corporation refinery in West Bengal. At least three people were killed and 44 injured in a fire that broke out at Indian Oil Corporation refinery in West Bengal on Tuesday afternoon. The incident happened at the Haldia refinery of the IOC in West Bengal's Purba Mednipur district. The IOC, in a statement, said that the incident occurred at a unit of the refinery during shutdown-related work. The corporation has said that primary cause seems to be a flash fire leading to burn injuries to 44 persons and three persons have unfortunately succumbed to their injuries. The fire has been extinguished and the situation is under control. Reports say that out of the 44 injured, 37 are being referred to a hospital in Kolkata. JSW steel plant protests intensify as Odisha government marks new village at project site. Protests continued in Dhinkia village for a second day on Tuesday over the demarcation of the Mahala, a newly created revenue village. Amidst concerns, the government was trying to facilitate a steel plant opposed by local residents. JSW Utkal Steel Limited, led by industrialist Sajjan Jindal, has proposed to set up a 13.2 MTPA capacity steel plant at Dhinkia in Jagatsingpur district. Locals have opposed the plan, saying the project will not benefit them at all and the company was after our land and resources. They see the government's move to demarcate new villages in the area as an attempt to weaken the opposition to the JSW plant. JSW's project is planned to come up at the same site where a decade ago, South Korean steel company POSCO had decided to build a similar facility. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio Newsreel. To listen to more news, audiobooks and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indijournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows. 